Welcome to the Tea with Tina, your favorite podcast where we talk all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled. We chat all about this in a super casual environment. So grab your beverage of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Whatever Wednesday on the Tea with Tita podcast. On today's Wednesday episode, we're going to chat about the Netflix documentary, well, true crime documentary, Killer Sally. I'm going to be reviewing it. Um, I apologize. This is going to be totally open-ended because my cat Binks is currently laying his super long paws stretched out on my keyboard, so I can't write any notes. And he's super comfy and cute looking, so I cannot disturb him. (laughs) Um, But it should be a relatively short episode. These whatever Wednesdays are like going to be 10-15 minutes long. Um, Just something fun for you guys. So, Killer Sally. It's on Netflix. Um, Someone at the gym told me about this documentary, especially because it is kind of local. It didn't happen locally. Um, The incident happened in California. But Sally, who is the person who is the criminal, quote-unquote criminal, um, she actually was born in Allentown, PA, which is about 30 minutes from where I live. So that was kind of interesting. But basically... A little rundown of Sally is Sally was in the Marines. She went to school um, at East Stroudsburg University. Um, She wanted to be a gym teacher. And she got there through three and a half semesters. She had one semester left. She ran out of money. She asked her parents if she could have more. And she just, you know, quit college. My first thought was maybe back in the day they didn't do it this way. But I was like, couldn't she just get a loan? (laughs) But whatever. Um, so she was super close. She she bailed. So she went into the Marines. She was in the Marines. Um, she start like she was always athletic. Always did like diving and cross country and crazy things. And always kind of challenging the status quo of what women can do. That you know anything a guy can do, a woman can do also. Right. Um, so she was naturally athletic. When she entered the Marines, she got more into like bodybuilding and weightlifting. And she started to build this physique, and she got pretty shredded, and she's like, I'm going to do a bodybuilding competition. So um, she started bodybuilding, and she was competing in some shows and things like that, and then this other guy who was a Marine, he was a big, dark-skinned man, very large, very handsome-looking as well. Um, he, He saw pictures of her and was like, I want to meet this girl so they met um pretty much after two months of dating uh they got married and she already had two kids from a previous marriage and um yeah they were hanging out everything looked good everything looked fine well here's what happened later in their relationship um pretty much an argument broke out and He was coming at her right before show. Apparently, he had, like, five different types of steroids in his body because it was the 90s, and steroids are just always used in the bodybuilding community, even today. Um, Everybody says they're not on steroids, but they are. Not not everybody, but you know what I mean, in the bodybuilding community. And um, they claim that maybe he was, you know, extra aggressive because of this. I don't know, though. It's one of those things. And she claims that he came at her... um, 
She grabbed a shotgun, shot him because she was afraid that he was going to injure her and her children. Um, she claimed that he was choking her, um, shot him twice actually, and he ended up dying. Um, so she was in court because of this. And the story goes into a lot more detail and it unravels a little bit more. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk about, I guess, my thoughts on what happened and my opinion. So if you haven't watched this, I would probably stop listening because I don't want to give you any spoilers of the deep details. But if you did, you know, you can chat. Or maybe you don't plan on watching it. Or maybe spoilers don't bother you. That's fine. Um, but I'm going to chat a little bit more about the details. So she... She shot him. The big thing that makes me think, at first, all the way up until the very end, I kind of, like, understood where she was coming from, but they kind of showed her background as being aggressive, kind of hot-headed. Um, she's had run-in with the cops before. Um, if someone messes with her, she'd kind of, like, you know, she'd be ready to fight. She'd punch you kind of thing, right? Um, that's just her nature, especially being a Marine, kind of being a tomboy, um, feeling like she had to live up to, you know, the male expectation, right? She didn't want to just be, like, known as a woman who, like, wasn't athletic and judged by stereotypes, whatnot. Um, but here's the thing that really got me. She had a shotgun, and she shot him in, like, the liver, kidney region. Um, they said this was the shot that killed him. Okay, um, whatever, you shot in self-defense. Now, she's a Marine, though. You would think, like, yeah, maybe you were reacting out of stress, but you're taught how to use guns and how to properly use them and where to shoot to kill and where not to shoot. And regardless, it was a shotgun. So the blow is going to be a lot heavier than if it was like a pistol or something like that. But, you know, she shot him right there. Like, I don't know. If it was me and I had a gun, I'd probably shoot in the foot or somewhere that someone's not going to get hurt um, if you didn't want them to get hurt because she made it seem like she messed up and it, she like she didn't want that to happen. She didn't want him to die. But here's the thing. Evidence shows that she went back to the bedroom and reloaded the gun. So she had to leave the room while he was down on the ground. She claims that he was right in front of her. And, you know, after she shot one, so she had to shoot him again, like, kind of in the jaw. Well, no. What happened was she went back to the bedroom, reloaded, because that's where the shell, the empty shell was, and... Then she came back out while he was on the ground, bleeding out, and shot him in the jaw and the face. And that, that was bad. Okay. And there's, they found more evidence of this because of blood splatter um, under a lampshade. You know, the angle that it came up at, he would have had to be on the ground. He wasn't standing up at the time of the second shot. So that, that made me think a little bit. I was like, oh, so she, it was kind of intentional. The fact that she went back one shot out of panic and then grabbing your kids and running is one thing, but going back and shooting again, that was intentional. That was a little dirty, but here's my, here's my reasoning. I'm kind of on the fence. I think, I don't know if she necessarily did it out of anger, um, or if it was, like, you know, like, she wanted to kill him, or if it was more like her rage was unleashed, unleashed, so she was in a blind fury. Not that it makes it right, but I just, I want to look at it from that angle. Like, did she actually just want to kill him, or was it, like, her rage, and she just let it go, and she couldn't control it kind of thing. So, that's my thoughts on that. 
she ended up doing 25 years in prison um and she actually got released in 2020 so she's out um so i'd say for a crime that was kind of on the fence like that i guess it's pretty fair i mean some of you may disagree or agree or whatever but yeah she gets out she's like in her 60s now and she gets to see her kids and her grandkids and she's living living in a home um that helps veterans you know in california so eh, you know and she's not like a harm to society but it goes into more detail in the documentary about how um they were kind of both toxic like the husband uh really didn't love her the way that she loved him she loved him like you're my you're my life you're my other half i'm obsessed with you like you can have nobody else but i mean when you're married which i do agree with her when you're married isn't that the expectation like <laughs> this is it it's just me and you unless you you know talk together and you're like oh well we can see other people it'll be a polygamist type of relationship or whatever I don't think they did that. He was, you know, he was in Mr. Olympia. He was going to all these gyms. He looked really good. He would hang out with these other women. His best friend even confirmed that he was with other women and he was actually going to break up with her, but he could never bring himself to do it. So I think that was kind of on her or on him, I'm sorry, as well. You know, he should have did it, but he didn't. And um, all of his friends were afraid that she was going to shoot him if he like told her hey i'm breaking up with you so i don't know he was kind of toxic it wasn't right of him to be running around with all these girls and she knew about it she would see the phone numbers and the notes she would make him break up with these girls so she knew and it was kind of boiling um under the surface for a while but at the same time she didn't cheat but she was just she was really aggressive um as a person and she had a lot of anger issues and she may have been a little clean overprotective but they were just both toxic so it was like a bad relationship in general right so it's one of those things and i think her prior relationship was abusive as well um where she had the two kids and she got out of that so it's just <laughs> lots of toxicity uh lots of undealt problems i know also in the documentary they were chatting about battered women syndrome as an excuse which yes and no maybe um since she had a previous relationship with abuse and but a lot of her stuff i mean everybody's different but i don't know if her aggression was from battered women syndrome or she was just naturally an aggressive person that needed to get that under control regardless i don't think she should have shot him like i was thinking if i put myself in that place now it may be different when the time comes or well, i hope the time never comes but you know if the time came and i had to do it i mean wouldn't my first instinct if you didn't want to hurt him would be to just like grab your kids and run right like try to escape um shooting someone's very like a big a big step you know that's a that to me that would be like a last resort type of option uh so that's my thoughts on that so yeah overall really great documentary it's three episodes one hour an episode that's like the perfect amount i hate the ones that are like 10 plus episodes it feels like it just drags on forever give me like one to five hour episodes to tell the story and i'm good you know <laughs> so good documentary definitely you can watch it in one night we did um super fun i definitely give it five stars interesting story i mean this is someone's life i shouldn't say super fun that's horrible but um an interesting watch i should say because i do love hearing um about human nature and that's the funny thing with true crime some of these people are like oh people who like true crime or 
horrible and nasty and disgusting and messed up and it's like no I truly I was discussing this with another friend of mine um true crime I mean I just find it interesting I I find it interesting how the human brain and the mind works and I just find it fascinating how people act or react in certain situations and it's interesting to see like in this case Sally's background her upbringing and what led her to ultimately shoot her husband with a shotgun twice and why she did it and what came of it that's why I like it so you know do with that what you must but uh yeah that will wrap up today's whatever Wednesday I hope you enjoyed let me know if you decide to watch Killer Sally let me know if you already watched it and uh we'll chat soon have a great rest of your week guys bye